Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, March 21st from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, it's our last hour. We figured that we would just blow it up, kind of like what's happening with the golfers right now on the course, because we invited Gary Rhyme on. It's always fun. I, you think if Gary did golf, he would be kaboom if a guy made like a 25-footer? Of course he's got to. He's got to. He's that's the signature call. Yeah, that's got to be it. Kabullzai. Kabullzai. Come on, guys. Hey, whoa, whoa, guys. <laughs> it's got to it's gotta be a big old baby. Kaboom. <laughs> you, you, you got to stick an old baby in there. I mean, now, if it's. If it's a 22-footer, maybe it's just kaboom, kabullzai. But if, if it's 25-foot-plus, you give them an old baby like like nobody's business. So, Gary, what golfer would get I love this man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, I, I'm not going to go there. I don't okay, fair okay, enough. Okay, okay. I got you. Fair enough. Gary, <laughs> we're having a conversation with Gary, longtime voice at UNI on the Draft House 50 hotline. How are you doing, kid? Oh man, I tell you, I was just telling Trent before we went on the air that I'm I'm busier than a one legged man in a in a butt kicking contest. And you know, if you only got one leg and you gotta try and kick the other guy's butt, you're 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 working your tail off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I'm just I'm you know, you would think when once you and I basketball ended, my life could just kinda like slow down a little bit and but no, with this uh with this Court Kings minor league basketball team, we actually guys open up our season this weekend. And we not only play one game, we play two. Uh, we leave for Milwaukee tomorrow night. We play in Milwaukee against the Storm uh, Saturday afternoon. Then we come home and play our home opener Sunday night in Waterloo at the Cedar Valley Sportsplex. So I'm, I'm prepping for the first road game. I'm trying to have everything ready for the first home game. We present championship rings to our players. We drop the banner. Uh, we got the mayor coming in. We've got the, the league owners going to be in the house. You know, we want to try and put on a pretty good show for opening night. So uh, just a lot going on, but it's, it's fun. It, guys, it's, it's a labor of love. It's just a passion of mine, and it, it's really fun. I, I, I know my kids want me to slow down a little bit, but uh, I just, I'm not quite ready to, to shift it into right. the low gear and just kind of you know, take some time off in the spring and summer. This has been too much fun, so. We're going to get after it, but everything else—it's everything's good, man. It really is. That, uh, you know, we would, we wish the basketball season would have went a little bit better. We had a, you know, we didn't have a good turnout or good run down at down at the Valley Tournament, and of course, I know you guys have been probably talking about Wichita State leaving mm-hmm. the Missouri Valley yep. Conference. We've been, you know, kind of on top of that story. Football, spring football's underway. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on, and it, you know, guys, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I the guy that. Uh, helps with my radio show we talk about this a lot but you would think you would hit lulls in the sports talk business of where there's just not going to be much going on and we're just going to have to feel like crazy but it always seems like there's something something going on coaches coming going players coming going teams want to leave there's just always something to talk about isn't there 
It seems like that right now anyway. So let's stay on that because that was one of the main reasons we wanted you on. Of course, spring football, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, emergency meeting Sunday. I'll always like that emergency, uh, yeah, but, yeah. but, but you don't have to get here for four days. Um, uh, we're gonna, we have to decide now which conference we're going to raid since we just got raided. So yeah. who are they going to raid Gary? Come on. You got, uh, you got insight into this with Wichita state gone. Well, and first of all, I'm sure you guys again have mentioned this, but the, you know, emergency meeting Sunday with the presidents and ADs with Doug Elgin, the commissioner of the MVC. But Wichita State was not invited, so that that should tell you something <laughs> about about you know where they're headed. That they're 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 not going to be around. But um, guys, I've talked a lot about it the last couple of days on my show. Uh, the the league's first choice, and Doug Elgin should be at the AD and president's front step every day until they tell him, forget it, we're not leaving the A-10. But they should be talking to St. Louis. They should be in the bill. It's, it's, it's probably less than a 10% chance you could get them, but that's one team you've got to go after. After them, the ones I think are the top three or four, Belmont out of Nashville, and I, I think they would like Belmont because they've been to the NCAA tournament five times in the last seven years. They've got a, a decent pedigree that way. You, you're not going to replace Wichita State with a, a place that sells out every game and, and has the, the recent history they did, just like we couldn't replace Creighton when they left with another venue and team like Creighton. We got Loyola in, in place of Creighton. Um, but I, I think Belmont would be on a short list. The other one that's kind of intriguing and I, and I think is probably in the mix is UMKC, the Kangaroos. Just because of their footprint, where they sit, um, Kansas City wouldn't be a bad big city to get into like they wanted to get into Chicago. Um, other ones that I think are, are, are within that short list would be Velpo uh, in Indiana, again, with Evansville and Indiana State and where they sit. You know, not a bad deal. They're just outside of Chicago, and, you know, you could do some at Loyola, at Velpo stuff, especially in some of the women's sports. Um, and, and then... After that, I think you got to look at a, a team like a UW-Milwaukee as a, a possibility, maybe Green Bay. Um, I don't see them going to the Dakotas, and there's people that have suggested, what about South Dakota State, North Dakota State? I, I discount them because I've, I've heard some rumblings from some of the southern teams in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. They, they don't really enjoy having to fly and, and get all the way to Fargo for a football game every other year or go, you know, North Dakota's coming in in 19. So I, I think to, to keep the travel down to where you don't have to go from Missouri State or Evansville to uh, one of the Dakotas, I, I really think they look for somebody more uh, within that footprint of what we see as the, the Missouri Valley Conference teams. You know, uh, there's been a talk about just replacing with one. That's what Doug Elgin, he likes having 10 teams in the conference or adding three teams with the loss of Wichita, getting up to 12, a whole different set of circumstances. You got 12 mouths to feed. That is a bit of an issue. What yeah. in your mind makes the most sense, going out and just finding the best member or going out and finding three and maybe some strength in numbers with 12? Well, and, and you, uh, TC, you know how arrogant this wichita state fan base is if mm-hmm. if they replaced one with three we'd never hear the end of it i mean, <laughs> yeah, we, I mean we just wouldn't be, oh it took three teams to replace us see we told you how important we were but um uh i, I see them j- 
just adding one. I, I do know the coaches really like, and I think the ADs do too, they really like the true round robin, home and home in basketball, uh, you know, not not playing some team twice and a few teams only once. And I, if you went to 12, I don't see them playing 22 conference games. I really think they like the 18-game conference schedule. And, and with our Missouri Valley Conference postseason tournament, one of the earlier ones, you know, you've got to really you got to keep those games within that certain window. So I, I really don't think they add three at this time, TC. I, I think they look for the the one best team at this particular time to bring in, and then down the road, you know, five, ten years down the road, uh, you know, when when Jimmy B and I are you know long gone and out of the radio business, maybe there's because TC, you'll still be working then. You're a young <laughs> yes, guy, but yeah, he uh, will be. He's, he's a lifer. <laughs> I could see them maybe looking at it going to 12, but I really, I, I think they like the 10 team format. They like the 10 team postseason tournament. I really don't look for them to do more than just find that one best fit right now to, to take the shocker spot. Uh, you referenced the tournament in St. Louis. That's my next question. Mm. You lose Creighton, who would bring four or 5,000 people to St. Louis. Now you're going to lose Wichita State, who would bring four or 5,000 people. Other schools don't do that. They bring fans, but not like those two schools. Would they no, Would they still try to stay in St. Louis, Gary, or would they look to move it around? Now, I, I think they stay neutral site for sure. Um, if UMKC came in, would they consider a move into the Kansas City area? I, I don't know. I, I think they really like their setup in St. Louis. And, guys, I know... I know people are worried that you're losing in about a five-year span. You're losing two of your best teams as far as pulling fans to St. Louis with Creighton and Wichita State. But um, I, I, guys, and maybe I'm I'm being too optimistic. But w- with the Shockers out, I think all of a sudden the Illinois State crowd grows even bigger. The Bradley crowd grows even bigger. Um, I, I I think the U and I. There's going to be teams that are going to go there that are not that far away from St. Louis that are going to feel like, hey, we, you know, we got a great shot to win this thing. Um, I, I think they find ways to, to try and get big crowds back in there, whether it's a, a great ticket promotion this next year without the Shockers coming and try and just get more fans from, from the, the 10 schools that are in it there. I, uh, I think they'll come up with a plan to, to still draw, and, and it's still a great tournament. Uh, the, the Valley's still a good league, and, and I, guys, I think, I think teams are, are making a resurgence. I think Illinois State's on the right track now. Dan Muller's begging uh, FBS-type programs, BCS programs to play them home and home. We know is going to play a tough schedule. I think Bradley's getting better under Coach Schwartle. Um, you know, look at Drake. I mean, with Nico Medved, they think they can get that turned around. So I, I think there'll be some excitement with Drake basketball next year. With and it, it's it's not an easy turnaround, but I think you know with his first year at the Valley Tournament, I think the Bulldogs can pull more fans there. Missouri State is uh, guys. I'm telling you, Missouri State returns a great team next year. I could see their fan base picking up a little bit to what we've seen in recent years. So, I, and I think that's the that's the 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 plea that Doug Elgin has to make to the the nine schools that are left and the new one coming in mm-hmm. that you've got to do some some great work back home to help get more people to get to that tournament and figure out a way to to be there to support it and and 
I, you know, in a way, guys, we got to show Wichita State, yeah, we're going to miss them. It, it, I don't like it. I wish they would stay. I mean, we're losing another great road venue to go to and another great team out of our league. But, guys, I look at it as an opportunity now for, for a number of teams that, you know, like a Missouri State, an Illinois State, a, a Southern Illinois, which, is, which I think Barry's been close. I think they can draw more people there. Uh, I think you've got some teams now that uh, they step it up. They can, they can feel like they could be the team next year in St. Louis to win the whole thing and, and get back to the dance. You know, you mentioned Missouri State, Illinois State. Those are two programs. And just you, you look at them as universities. They're big mm-hmm. state enrollment-wise, over 20,000. I think Missouri State's approaching 30,000 uh, with their undergrad and grad schools combined. Those are big schools. They need those alumni to really get together. This isn't a death knell to the conference, but the conference it is going to be different, and is it safe to say the days of four teams getting into the NCAA tournament, those days are completely over? Well, yeah, I, I think fours were probably asking for a little much, at least in the near future, TC. And I, you know, down the road, who knows, eight, ten years from now, how good the teams will be. But I think we just got to get back to the, the point where we're getting a couple of teams in and, and have a shot for a third. I and mean, you know, just it, it was just to me, a, it was a crying shame that Illinois State didn't get in this year. I just, man, I'm telling you, if that was you and I or Drake's resume resume from this past season, you know, just take a look at that Illinois State season where you were the regular season co-champs. You beat Wichita State. Uh, you you got the number one seed to the conference tournament. You made it to the championship game of your conference tournament. And I know they got beat by 20, but that happens sometimes in tournaments. I mean, there's some big-time programs, Duke and teams like that, that had early exits out of their conference tournament in recent years. And and, and I know they're going to beat NCAA tournament teams because of their resume too. But think about if that was Drake or UNI season, 27 wins, co-champs of the league, made it to the championship game, lost to the other team you were tied with for the regular season title, and they left you out with a 32 or 33 RPI. I mean, we'd be screaming bloody murder, guys. We'd say, you know, this, mm-hmm. this is a travesty to not, to not take Drake with that resume or you and I. So, um, you know, I think, I think our league can be good enough to get to. You know you're going to get your, your postseason tournament champion in. There should be at least one or two other teams that are always knocking at the door for an at-large berth because of you and I, the way they schedule, and Illinois State's up and coming, and I think Missouri State is close. I I think we're getting there. Um, To say four, that's probably going to be a stretch for for a number of years, but we got to get back to where we're a multiple bid league. Each, Each game that you win in the NCAA tournament, you get $1.6 million. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Think about, you know, if you get two teams in, you know right there you've got $3.2 million coming into your league that gets split 11 ways, one for the conference office and then a share for each of the 10 teams is the way the Valley does it. Well, I mean, when we don't get that second team in, that's a a blow to the the budget of the, the Valley teams, and it's why I get frustrated when I see seven and eight teams out of one league and they won't take what I thought was a really good team out of our league. It financially hurts the Missouri Valley Conference. It does, Gary. Uh, Speaking of the money aspect, uh, Trent went searching last night for TV money that the Valley gets. Do you have any idea about their their money and, and, and the contract? 
you know, I, I don't have those numbers. I don't think it's a lot. I, I, think, I think the Valley right now is in a position where they're just trying to get great exposure for their teams. I, you know, it's not – there just isn't a situation where it's like the SEC or the Big 12 or the Big 10 where there's being a ton of money paid for, uh, for Valley, you know, TV coverage. So I, I, I don't think that's a, a big payoff right now. And, and, you know, maybe part of that is the Wichita State – reason to move i know they think that they got a poor seed because of the league they play in and um you know heck you're a 10 seed and you beat a seven so you became a seven seed after your first game they probably were going to be somewhere between a five and seven anyway but i just i i don't know those numbers so i you know i'd hate to throw a figure out there I, there's going to be something there but but jimmy b it's it's not a it's not a big number it's not okay. something that is, is probably going to help lure a team from the Ohio Valley or the Summit League or the Horizon League because, hey, look, we can give you this amount of money because of the TV coverage that, that we get in, in Valley basketball. Gary, let's jump over, talk a little uh, UNI Panther spring football after a 5-6 and six season a year ago. Certainly a lot of changes in Cedar Falls with that football staff. Well, we all know Mark mm-hmm. Farley, oh, no Jeremiah Johnson. Who in God's name are the rest of these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to get to know them. I'm just yeah, trying to get a yeah. big, I'm trying to get Hey, and guys, how about this? This has just kind of been coach Farley's luck of late with his coaching staff. Um he he hires a couple of guys from Eastern Illinois, brings them in and they're going to work on the offensive side of the football. And then he goes and he hires away Idaho State's offensive coordinator Rob uh Fenasi. Fenasi comes in, he comes to you and I He's there for one week. He's the former offensive coordinator for Montana when, when Montana won a couple of national championships. He went to UNLV. Now he was at Idaho State out of the big sky, and, and Farley hires him away to come in and be his offensive coordinator. And my grandson said, hey, the guys love him. He's really good. He's going to be great. Well, when he leaves Idaho State, the Idaho State athletic director sits down with his longtime head coach and says, well, I either need you to step down or we're going to let you go. So their longtime head coach resigns at the age of 61. And what do they do? They hire Rob Fenasi away from you and I back to Idaho State as their head coach. Wow. I mean, it's just, it, guys, just crazy what's been going on as he's tried to fill this you and I Panther football coaching staff after, after six guys either left this year to go somewhere else and, and coach Salmon, one of those six retiring. So it's just, it's been a little bit in flux, you know, for him to really get his full staff in and trying to get things going on the offensive side of the football. So really guys, that's the biggest thing this spring is for the coaching staff to get acclimated with the players, the players with the new coaches um, and, and just try and get some things figured out to get ready you know, for next season. Gary, do you ever remember when the uh, UNI Panther football coaching staff was raided like it was this uh, this time? No, no. The only thing close, Jimmy B, is when when uh, Terry Allen got hired as the head football coach at Missouri State. Okay. He came, he came after a number of guys on the UNI staff. He hired away his brother-in-law, who was a uh, uh, defensive coordinator at the time. He hired Rob Folks, who was our defensive back coach. He made a run at I think Coach Salmon and Coach Verduzco on the offensive side, and 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 then finally I I think something maybe even from the league office you know they stepped in and said hey hey you know we don't go around raiding each other's 
I, I think that was kind of part of it, if the truth be known, that they said, you know, whoa, wait, wait a minute. You know, you can't, you can't just go and, and uh, rate everybody's stature. So that he backed away, and, but he did hire away two or three guys mm-hmm. that were on the UNI staff. And that, that, that's about the biggest I can remember. You know, we've lost some great coaches over the years, like Scott Frost when he went to Oregon, and now the job he's doing as the head coach at Central Florida and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Kleiman, Chris Kleiman left right. our staff, you know, and the job he's, so we've had, a, but it, it's never been six guys. When you've got about a nine or 10 man coaching staff, plus your head coach, you know, when you got to replace over half of your assistants, I, I've just never seen anything like it, Jimmy B. So um, we, we lose one or two here and there, you know, off and on year to year, but man, it's been a crazy year with, with losing six guys, and then we bring a guy in, and, and he gets hired back by his old old uh, uh, university to be their head coach. I mean, just uh, it, it's been something else. Certainly has been. It has been uh, one of the more interesting off seasons. And uh, looking at this team, uh, there's a lot of big names gone off the team from a year ago. Uh, is there a lot of pressure on Mark Farley this year coming into the year at the very least to get this team back into the playoffs, or are we still a, a year or two away from talking hot seat? Well, I, I don't think he's on the hot seat, TC. I think a lot of the pressure would be self-inflicted. Coach Farley wants to win as much as anybody, so if as a fan you're disappointed, if you're an administrator and you're disappointed, uh, nobody's more disappointed than Mark Farley. I, I just guarantee you that. I, I'm around him enough to know, you know, how much this just grinds on him and, and you know, makes him work harder and, and, and just, you know, try and get it done because uh, as bad as all of us want a winning team and a playoff team and a FCS national championship team, he wants it more. So, um, and I, I remind our fan base of that too, and they start to get a little bit upset. I said, you know, I, I just tell them that, you know, as hard as you're taking it that, that the team didn't win the game today or there were five and six and didn't make the playoffs, the players and the coaches, you know, take it times 100 because they're, they put in all the time, the work, the effort, the, the round the clock, the round the calendar, you know, recruiting and weightlifting and, and everything else that they do. I mean, it's, they're, they're in it, living it every day, whereas a fan, you know, we, we do it off and on because we got other things going on in our life, jobs and everything else. So I, I just I always try and remind the fan base that, you know, as much as you're disappointed, that coaching staff led by Coach Farley is even more disappointed and working harder to to win because nobody wants to win more. And they and I guys, um, I, I do think that I do think that some of the fan base definitely would be uh, uh, even more disappointed if we followed up this five and six year with another five and six season. So uh, I'm sure there's some kind of pressure there, but TC, I, I really think the majority of that pressure is most likely a, a self-inflicted pressure on yourself because you don't want to be five and six again. I think if you beat Iowa State in the opener again, you uh, that pressure will be gone. Yeah, and it, the crazy thing is, Jimmy B. The last two times we beat Iowa State in our mm-hmm. season opener, yep. we missed we missed the playoffs. Right, it's, just, right. it's, just, it's just crazy. I mean, and, and I you know I think Iowa State's going to be better this year than than they were a year ago. Year two under Coach Campbell, that's going to be a tough season opening game, and and if for no other reason because of all the the new coaches that we're going to have, you know, working and coaching that very first game. So that 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 season opener. To, for me, anyway, got uh, a little tougher just because of 
Iowa State's going to be better, and with our new coaching staff, we got to work some bugs out in that those first couple of games, I think, before we get into conference play. And I, th- I think our schedule's a, a very tough schedule again. You know, when you when you play Southern Utah at their place, and and you, you bring in another Big Sky team in Cal Poly, and you've got to go to Iowa State. Plus, this is the year we go to North Dakota State, to South Dakota State. Oh, brother! I mean, just thinking about it. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's it's not going to be easy to go seven and four or six and five or whatever, eight and three. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. But uh, I, I think this team is 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 putting in a great effort right now, and they will over the the summer too to be ready for that 2017 season. Defense should be very good this uh, year. We'll see what the offense and Eli Dunn uh, manning things there if he can improve upon that. Before we let you go, though. Want to ask you? We talked about him so much throughout his career. An unbelievable individual, Carter Schult. Uh, seems like every time there's a big national award for a scholar athlete, he's up for it on the football field. Of course, his eligibility is done. What kind of opportunity do you think he's going to get at the next level, or is he just going to say the heck with it? I'm going to go and use this brain of mine and uh, stop playing football. Oh, I tell you what, TC, he does not want to stop playing football. I can tell you that. He had a great pro day. Um, uh, I, I, uh, I listened to the interview that he did after his pro day workout. I, I, I love it. To me, it's just one of those great Iowa kid stories grows up in, in small town, Iowa plays eight man football at Tripola high school. And, you know, nobody really recruited him that hard out of high school. And he comes to you and I, and he turns himself into a, one of the best defensive players in not only uh, the Missouri Valley Football Conference, one of the toughest conferences in the nation, but one of the best FCS players in the country, and a guy that led all of Division One football, FBS or FCS, uh, in sacks. So in in regular season play, I, guys, again, it's you know it might be thinking with my heart, but I think he's going to get a shot on Sundays to play in the NFL. Somebody is going to take a shot at this guy because I, one of the things he mentioned in his interview. Is that uh, a lot of times the, the 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 scouts and the NFL guys that would interview would get talking to him about his character? You know, have you been in any trouble? Is anything because that's a big thing for uh, whether people realize it or not. When they try and decide on a certain draft pick, if two guys are pretty even, they'll take the guy that's got that clean record. And Carter said, you know, I spent very little time talking with a lot of the scouts because when I told them, hey, I'm I'm squeaky clean, guys, I. I don't have any traffic tickets. I haven't been arrested. They're like, wow, you are. You know, and, and <laughs> so I, I, I think that's going to help him. He's a very smart – you mentioned it, TC, yeah, yeah. ton of uh, academic guy. awards. Yep. I, I think he gets drafted. I think somebody gives him a shot, and if he can get into somebody's camp as a draft pick, uh, he's a guy that can make it. And, and if he goes the route of Xavier Williams as a free agent and gets mm-hmm. with the right team, he could stick there too. I, I think he's the next UNI Panther player that we're watching play on Sunday. I, I really do. Gary, David Johnson, yeah. I think he can be next. Yeah, Gary, what are the specs on him? Height, weight, his 40 time, that sort of thing. I, you know, I don't have that right in front of me, but I, I think I think I saw where he ran a, his 40 like in 4.7, I believe, okay. 4.7. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's, he's about 6'1", 6'2"-ish. They do talk about him maybe being a little – Shorter than they like, but mm-hmm. some teams some teams have talked to him about being like that outside linebacker. Right, I was going to um, ask he, you that. Yeah, would that be a spot that he could do? He could because he because he's mobile. He's got good speed. He's got good hands. 
Um, he, he's smart. He could pick it up. Uh, I, I like him at a defensive end. I just think with his quickness, you know, they like that guy coming off the edge that can get the pass rush. When he played in that all-star game, Jimmy B., um, they really raved about him getting to the quarterback yes. sacks and, and quarterback hurries. And when he couldn't get to the quarterback, getting his hands up and deflecting passes. So uh, I, I think they saw a lot of – and remember, this guy was schooled by Bryce Pop, who had a, a pretty darn good NFL career himself. He's got all the technique down. Um, he's got the knowledge. So uh, I, I, just, I just think somebody's got to give him a shot, and I think they will. I, I think he's a guy that, that uh, it'll be a team like the Packers or the Vikings or the Bears that really can appreciate that Midwestern work ethic, that, the, the smarts that he's got, that you know, he's a clean-cut kid. He's, just, he's got it together, and somebody's going to really, really like that about him. Always good, man, when we catch up with you. Thank you, Gary. Great being on with you, man. Stay in touch. Kaboom. Thanks, Gary. Kaboom, Gary. Kaboom. Kaboom, <laughs> Gary Ryan, he comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. He's a good dude. There's no doubt about it. Always good talking. It is. Hoping for the best for Carter Schultz. Yeah, that'd be fun. He's undersized. He is. That's why I asked about the linebacker deal. He, he, he but he ran a four eight four. Yeah. Or oh, did you just look it up? Four eight four is what okay. I see listed here. All right. That's can't do outside linebacker. At no. That. He's he's gonna have to find the right spot, but just so dang productive. Dude can play. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, know, you always say, I just want a guy who's a football player, he, and that's him. Yeah. That's him. A self built football player from small school football. Mm. No. High-level offers, decides to go to UNI, and what he turned into had 17 sacks his senior year. The tackles for loss. Kid was just an incredible talent. You're right. Football player. Yeah. You're looking for a football that, player. He's your guy. Carter Schultz, your guy. He's your guy. Uh, quick break. We're coming right back. We'll open up the phone lines, 264-1700. That's 264-1700. Jimmy B and TC, the big talker, 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Menards has the products you need to create your ideal living space while staying organized. Add style and function with Dakota pre-finished wood shelving. Create your own custom storage space in closets, pantries, laundry rooms, and more. Dakota pre-finished bullnose shelving is available in a white or wheat oak finish. 11 and a quarter inch deep by 4 foot bullnose shelves are $1.99 each after rebate. Now, during the Menard Day Sale. Save big money at Menards. This is Dean's yard, and Dean's a pretty observant guy. But sneaky crabgrass lurks undetected until it rears its hideous head this summer. However, Dean's not only observant, he's smart. He uses Scott's Turf Builder Holtz Crabgrass Preventer with lawn food in early spring. It protects against crabgrass all season long, while feeding the lawn for a fast green-up. Guaranteed. So this spring, Dean can stop crabgrass dead in its crab tracks. This is a Scots yard. Pick up Scots Turf Builder Holtz today. 
It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to $350. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Val through April 19th in store and online. Gift card via mail-in rebates. See store for details. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we continue to update you on the uh, first round of the Masters Golf Championship. Right now, Matthew Fitzpatrick is the leader. Uh, on the course at minus three. Matthew Fitzpatrick? Your neighbor. 
Could be. Could be. Could be. Well, I got Mike on one side. <laughs> and Matthew on the other. There's, the, <laughs> no, there's no. a little kid Matthew across <laughs> okay, the street. See, there he is. He's leading the tournament. It's not his last name, though. <laughs> I've well, never heard of this guy. He's at minus three through 14 holes. You know who he is? No. Okay. No. Uh, Rory McIlroy has ballooned up to plus two. Uh, Sergio is even. Phil Mickelson is even. He's still on the course, just All trying right. to throw a couple of names at you right now. McElroy, as I already mentioned, is still playing on the course. Mm-hmm. This is, it's funny because you watch, and when you're on the ground, you know, you don't see guys' pants, like, blowing in the breeze or anything. Everybody's all covered up in fleeces and jackets and hats. But when they hit the ball in the air and you see the tops of the trees, those things are going every which different way. Right. Whipping around yes. out there. And yes. It makes it difficult. McElroy just off the tee, just hit it in the junk. He's in between two trees. Looks like he might have to, a chance to pitch out onto the fairway. Doesn't sound good. No, it's not. Day baseball also going on today. The Cubs and Cardinals. Uh huh. Cubs attacked another one on. They still trail though. The Cardinals four to two as they play in that one in the seventh. The Royals and Twins tied up at three. And some more day baseball also going on today. We uh, told the story a little bit earlier from yesterday in baseball with Eric Thames hitting his first home run mm-hmm. after turning over after playing three years uh, in the Korean League. Had some walk-offs last night. It was a fun night of baseball. Yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, we kind of did the overreaction, if you will, (laughs) uh, yesterday of some things. But speaking of that overreaction continuing, I told you just how impressed I've been by Cleveland. It happens again last night. Yeah. Lindor with the Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Five runs in the ninth inning. Uh, That team, boy. They're loaded. They really are. Really loaded. Yeah. Uh, Quickly, I can tell you right now, Mickelson has birdied. He's minus one now through 16. And Ricky Fowler now is minus one through 17. So they're closing in on your neighbor, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew Fitzpatrick. There you go. He's your leader. Quite the name right there. You know, it's, it's funny. You know, we were joking earlier when... You know, you're ready to crown the Minnesota Twins as the champion in the AL Central. And, no, no. and I already quit on the Kansas City Royals right. overreaction after two games of 162. Yeah, if the, if the Cubs lose this afternoon. Oh, they're done. You think that there's going to be some people oh. hitting the panic button? Oh, man. They dropped a one and two, two yeah. consecutive losses. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. What's going on? Remember last year they got off to that great start? They did. Yeah. And it just catapulted them forward. Yeah, it did. I hope. You know, all last summer, Jimmy B, we'd sit here, we'd be talking baseball, and you were wishing and hoping, hey, you know, that the Cardinals, I think they're going to make it a yeah. race. And I told the difference between those two teams. I did hear, I was listening to uh, Buster Olney earlier today. Okay. And him, and I think it was Keith Law of ESPN, where they were talking about clubhouse, clubhouse culture. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals, historically, great clubhouse culture. Yes. You know, it's guys that get along. Yeah, they they all got each other's back, you know. You throw at somebody, you know, the cardinal way, they're going to oh, come yeah. right back at all that old school mentality. And apparently the the clubhouse was a little bit different last year. Ah. Found that interesting because that is such a big part of what Matheny and everybody, Mazaliak on down, you know, build the culture there of Cardinals baseball. If they're able to recapture that this year, they they got enough talent. They always find a way offensively. Right. They're such a better team than they were a few years ago. Wainwright healthy, mm-hmm. if he can get, you know, 28, maybe 30 starts out of Waka, it's all there. Yeah. And 
I told you before the season began, I, I just thought that the Cubs were going to take a step back this year defensively, even as individually all those guys are so good defenders. They so, are. We know Hayward. Yes. Javi Baez. Right. You know, Zobris is a good yeah. defender all El, the way Elmora through. Almora all the way through. And Almora is ridiculous. He's, he's terrific. But they were at a level that is basically unsustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, they were at a level a year ago that you looked at and said, well, it, you can't be historically good two years in a row. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it helped the staff. It helped so many other things that even if you take a step back to, to, back to still very good, right. it's still going to impact a lot of things. And that's why... You know, when people are talking about this team winning 105 games and things like that, I just didn't see it happening. Again, this isn't a panic button if they no, lose today no, and, no, and fall to no. one and two. Yeah. It's just the reality that, and I'm hopeful that, we actually do get a race as you were begging for it all I last was, summer. I was begging for a race last summer. Anything. Just just give me anything to get excited <laughs> about. Nope. Nope. We're going to just run away and hide. Okay. Fair enough. I'll wait for the playoffs. And I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, it's. I think it'll be an interesting baseball season just because the storyline will be, can the Cubs repeat? Mm-hmm. Uh, can uh, can somebody knock them off? Uh, will it be the Mets or will it be the Nationals? Uh, are the Dodgers the best team? You still like your boys in Colorado in the Mile High City. Mm-hmm. You still like them. So uh, there, I mean, there are storylines out there, and I hope that they develop. I hope it's not as simple as, all right, Dodgers run away in the West, Nationals run away in the East, and the Cubs run away in this. I just hope it's not like that. I hope we get something, something that gives us at least a little drama. You know, and you get a random series in June or July that you get yeah. pumped up for. Yeah. You know, yeah. Weekend series with two teams fighting. We get Cubs and Cardinals, get whatever it may be. Right. That's what you're hopeful for. Yeah. That you're able to get that. There's Give no me a little it. snippet of something that I, I want to get excited about. We'll take the break here, come back on the other side, and put a cap on things. We've been talking some spring football today. Hit the Big Ten, the mm-hmm. Big 12, we baseball, did. Masters. It's It's a busy day. Yeah. A yeah, good Thursday. It is. And day sports. And the sun is out. Hey, imagine that. Huh? God, amazing. That's what that thing was? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was they shocked. the sun? I had to even find my sunglasses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah? So, Hey, blue eyes, man. you got to have sunglasses. I don't have that problem. I know. You have darker eyes. I got, the, I got the poop brown. Uh, the brown. poop brown. <laughs> I am in good shape. Don't need the sunglasses. <laughs> we'll come back with more here live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to $350. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through April 19th in store and online. Gift card via mail-in rebate. See store for details. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Dave Ramsey, talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. 3, 2, 1. We're Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Well, Jimmy B, as we put a cap on things here on a Thursday afternoon, yes, good sir. day games uh, going on in baseball, golf with the Masters, a good Thursday. And hopefully yep. uh, for the people that were locked and loaded throughout the day, we kept you 
up to date and also entertained. But I want to jump over to the world of uh, our neighbors to the north. Our neighbors to the north? You mean the great white north, Canada? No, no, not, not that far oh, north. okay. Go across the border on I-35. What do you hit? Uh, Minnesota. That would be correct. Yes. As, uh, That's like Canada. It is in, in many ways. <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, but the Twins are on. Yeah. I'm a Twins fan. You are. I'm a Timberwolves fan. You I'm are. a Wild fan. Yeah. I had to go off the beaten path and become a Bears fan because, well, well I you, was five and it was yeah, you had the Bears. The I mean, Bears, yeah. yeah. I jumped on the bandwagon. That's yeah. what I did. But I always do uh, keep an entertaining look to the university side with the University of Minnesota. Okay. And P.J. Fleck. Yes. This guy's been running his mouth uh, from the word go since he got the jab at Western Michigan, the turnaround yeah. that he had there. First year, 1-11, turned him into a team that went to the Cotton Bowl this year. Uh, earlier this week, it was talk of moving the stadium and expanding it to 85,000 I heard the TCF Bank Stadium. Yeah. Well, now. What did he say now? It's not what he said. But it's apparently what's going to happen. This comes from Phil Mackey, a radio talker up in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, ESPN is going to be doing a behind-the-scenes-slash-documentary-style program with the Gophers and P.J. Fleck. Interesting. Yeah. They're going to row the boat. Is that the idea? They're looking to row the boat. And uh, they had many, many choices, apparently, that they could have made. Came down, and they decided to choose Minnesota huh. over Clemson. How about that? I thought I thought I saw something the other night, and it was on Twitter, and it was a picture of P.J. Fleck and the gymnastics team, and he was on the rings hanging upside down. Oh, really? Yes, supporting the gymnastics team. I saw him play badminton the other day. Badminton, against too? Against, like, a, a nationally renowned badminton, badminton player. Badminton player, yeah. Just getting throttled. Yeah. <laughs> He's high energy. Yeah, he is. He's going to ruffle feathers. He will. Yep. He, in recruiting circles, people know that he is going to go after many big prospects. He is going to do things that haven't been done at Minnesota. Iowa and Minnesota have already uh, bumped heads a couple of times on the recruiting trail going back to February in signing day with that senior class. So mm -hmm. this is... Uh, it's interesting because they had a guy similar to this just a few years back with Tim Brewster, and it was an unmitigated disaster. Yes. But P.J. Fleck takes the just all the PR and all those things. He takes it to another level, mm -hmm. and he's been able to back it up before. It's, it's worked for him. The ultimate question becomes, can he do it at Minnesota? Can he get that program from what it's been now pretty consistently over the last 20 years. I mean, yeah. you go back to the 80s and after, you know, probation, after, of course, what Lou Holtz did there, as he does every place that he goes, gets his program on probation. <laughs> they had the Jim Wacker era, which was a disaster. That was disastrous. That was yeah. really, really bad. And finally, Glenn Mason got him back he up did. to respectability. Yeah. But they could never win the big one. Right. They could never beat Iowa in a big spot to push them and get into a New Year's Day Bowl. They had Michigan on the ropes a couple of different times. Mm -hmm. Never could break through. Can they break through? You know, And what's it going to take? Because up in Minnesota, go for athletics as a whole, it just doesn't matter. Right. It's a professional sports town. That is correct. It's Vikings number one. Yes. And many people say, well, they haven't been to a Rose Bowl since the Vikings joined town. That's what killed go for football. But is it going to take an appearance in a Big Ten championship game? Does it take a return appearance to the Rose Bowl how do you get Minnesota relevant? Because I think if you get to that point, uh -huh. 
there's a chance to carve out a pretty good niche up there, but getting that point's the difficult I part. agree with you on that, and I think, to be honest with you, I think it would have to be a major bowl. In other words, Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um uh, Something like you know something like that cotton bowl you know if if they were got into that into that spot it has it, to be it, it, it's got to be it's got to be something that people go oh I got to make sure I watch this and I think it's the rose bowl yes I agree I, I think that's the one I don't think a cotton bowl would do it I don't think an orange bowl would do yeah. it short of getting into the college football playoff which we're really talking pie in the sky here yes with the gophs but uh, yeah I think it's the rose bowl because it still has here in the upper Midwest. It still has that cachet. It, it does. still does yes. matter. We saw it two years ago with the fifty thousand Hawkeye fans That's that it. Went out they there. showed up. It still matters, and it still matters up there. And because it has been so long, I think that is something that could rejuvenate and and reinvest uh, people back into Gopher football. Mm-hmm. You know, even just getting to a Big Ten championship game. Let's say this is a year which I very well could see happening. You know, I could see it happen this year where you get a three way tie in the Big Ten West at six and three. Okay. And let's oh, say yeah. the Gophers are one of those. Okay. They're 9-3 and three overall. Right. They go and then they get beat by three touchdowns by Ohio State. I don't think that's enough. Because mm-hmm. then you're 9-4, and four, you're going to a middling bowl game. Yes, you are. You're going to the Outback Bowl. Right. Nice. Yeah. Right. But that's not going to get people invested back in. No, not you like... you got to get to that big yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree with you 100%. Will yeah. it happen? Are you are you buying the P.J. Fleck I stock? like Fleck. Uh, I, I know he's a good coach. Um I hope he has some success just because I I'd like to see really the west become as competitive as the east is in the Big 10. Well, that <laughs> likelihood's probably not, not, like, not going to happen. No, no. All right, let me restate that. Yeah. I'd like to see it at least get close to what the east Unless is. Unless about 50 million people move from Michigan, yeah, Ohio, I know, Pennsylvania I not gonna happen. And, and make their way a little bit further west. Not going to happen. That's not going to be happening. But to be honest with you, I'd like to see him I'd like to see have him have success just to see if indeed what we just discussed would take place or if the town still would be Vikings. Vikings. Go for yep. the Gophers are yeah. Fifth, yeah, you know, yeah, behind, maybe behind, be, behind the behind the Wild and the Twins, state and, hockey, and and a little basketball team there that's yeah. getting close to being good. Getting which there. I'm going to watch tonight because they play against the the Trailblazers. Well, that'll do it for the show today. We'll be back at it tomorrow at noon here on 1700 Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We got the Iowa spring practice down at Valley Stadium. A lot on that and plenty more local content coming your way tomorrow at noon. That does it, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched, The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call B.J. Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net.
The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Are you ready for some barbecue? Big Al's Barbecue has St. Louis and Kansas City-style ribs, Texas brisket, wings, and all their salads and sauces are homemade. Big Al learned his cooking style while living in St. Louis and Kansas City, and he cooks the old-fashioned way with wood and charcoal. Place your order now for Big Al's Barbecue to cater your upcoming graduation, wedding reception, or special event. Big Al would like to thank everyone for helping his restaurant reach his first year anniversary. Come eat their southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the east side of Des Moines, located just 900 feet north of the A.E. Cows on Hubble Avenue. Call Big Al's Barbecue at 265-1227. That's 265-1BBQ. Big Al's Barbecue is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Big Al's Barbecue gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of Big Al's Barbecue certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now you can get two bags of miracle Grow potting mix for just 12 bucks. Empty flower pots are actually full of promise with miracle Grow. It feeds flowers, herbs, and veggies for up to six months and helps them thrive in a container so your plants grow twice as big. And that's a promise. miracle Grow Potting Mix. Two bags for just 12 bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through April 12th. Limit 80 bags per customer. While supplies last, selection varies by store. Continental U.S. only. I have. Pregnant? Thinking of getting pregnant? Innova Loudon Hospital's expansion allows us to offer you bundles of childbirth options close to home. Surround yourself in comfort and calm in our new spa-like labor and delivery suites. And our new and enhanced NICU offers you peace of mind if your newborn needs special attention. We'll coddle you and your baby with exceptional care. Learn more at anova.org newbeginnings. new beginnings.